This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 9, Connecting Through Traditions. Happy to be back with you guys. Super duper. (laughs) I am Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend, my co-host, my confidant, (laughs) my soul sister, (laughs) Becky Proudfit. Golden Dian. That means good morning in Icelandic. You've lost your mind. I'm going to continue to say good morning every time. <laughs> every time. I know you love it. Well, people will actually. I think you'll lose your your identity if you don't say good morning at the beginning of every podcast. I think so. So and good I'm morning s- to you as well. I am sticking with it, <laughs> even though it's very late at night. <laughs> Nobody needs to know when we're recording. It's it not late at it's night. It's not late at it's night. Early it actually morning. isn't late at night right now for us. But it's I, just I, middle late. I gotta not be late, late. Honest though, if you hear just a like a titch of like what in our voices what is it um, like sheer exhaustion perhaps okay, that could be it right not because we're running ourselves ragged because you know we're smart women we would never do that <laughs> i would just saying <laughs> <laughs> but maybe because we've we really both of us have had a lot going on recently mm-hmm. but i'll tell you even though we feel a little bit um tired a we are so excited about this topic that we're going mm-hmm. to be talking about it's and b one. we just had recently and part of why we're a little bit tired right now is because we had the most fun visiting with meeting with connecting with some of you our listeners we were at an event called pinners conference it was here in arizona we are in arizona mm-hmm. it was in scottsdale and it's basically a consumer show for um it's kind of all things women's interest it's just so fun fun things fun fun things fun, shopping fun ways to spend your money <laughs> classes learning connecting well anyway we had we becky higgins had a booth at the show and it's the only consumer show that we did this whole year and we have we always connect with customers that we've known a long time new ones you know everyone but mm-hmm. this is the first time that you and i have been able to go somewhere um, aside from the podcast launch party, of course, but mm-hmm. we're still a relatively new podcast. This was the first time we got to meet with people who were like, I'm listening. I'm listening. I Yay. love you. And we got to reciprocate. It's we exciting. love you. Yes. It's it was exciting incredible. to have people listen and, um, and connect. And you know what? Yeah. I just want to say again, the only reason that we do this podcast really is to just give you an offering of the experiences we've had and and things that we've gone through, hopefully, so that someone out there feels like they're not alone. Yeah. And just to spread a little light. So it was really fun to connect with people and to see how um, they're relating to the topics that we discuss and how they're applying them. It totally was incredible. So thanks. If you were there, we loved meeting you. Thanks for saying hi. Now, most of you listening are not here in Arizona. We won't get to meet you in person, but we get to connect with you through messages, through social media, um, we are at Cultivate a Good Life on Instagram. That's where we are on social media. And you're leaving these incredible iTunes reviews that every once in a while when I check them, I'm blown away that people take the time mm-hmm. to just be so kind. Thank you for doing that. I We just, wow. I really you. do. I sit there sometimes if I'm having a hard time or like writer's block with the content, I really do sit there and read them. 
And it totally gives you a little boost. It does. Aww. It gives me a little it feels like shot a in the arm. It does. It feels well. Feels I'm gonna good. I'm gonna share one of the reviews that we have from one of our listeners, and this feels like a little bit of a hug. Her her little subtitle is "New Girlfriends." How great is that? Oh, I love new. Girlfriends. And her name. Well, I mean, it's not her real name, but it says NorCal Gina Bina. NorCal Gina Bina. So listen, if this is you, you're going to definitely want to email us because we're going to hook you up with some goodies. But let me first tell you what she said. She says, weekly, I am patiently waiting to hear the next podcast. Love me some Wednesday morning Becky Squared conversation. I feel as though I'm sitting in the room with you, taking it all in. I love what you share. The topics are relevant. And just hearing it come from the depth of your souls is refreshing. Thank you for following through BH with your vision for the podcast. And I loved the story of finding BP. 100% win for everyone. To potential listeners, don't be intimidated by the length of these episodes. <laughs> Every minute is worth listening to my new girlfriends. Aw, girlfriend, Aww. we love you. <laughs> and we know they're a little bit long. And I'm sorry they're long. Every time I'm we have a sorry. note. I'm sorry. Stop. Uh, you know what? At we the top of this episode, for that. we have a note that says, goal, keep it to 45 minutes. It's not going to happen. Well, I deleted so it. So feel free <laughs> to click pause, come and back time. another time, another day. Because we just can't shut up. No, you can. Yeah, you can definitely break this up and you can listen in increments. And it, listen, I will not apologize for how long some of these episodes go because They're we feel good. we are only sharing what we feel is hopefully of value to you. So anyway, so NorCal, Gina Bina, thank you again for your review. We do have some goodies that we are going to ship to you. And so email us podcast at BeckyHiggins.com. And girl, we are going to hook you up. We got your back. All right. So we've got a sponsor that we'd love to share with you. So let's do that right now. Let's introduce you to this week's sponsor. We both recently set up accounts and started building our respective family trees on myheritage.com. It's a genealogy website that was established in 2003. In just a few minutes of work, my family tree grew to 117 people, and I already have 127 discoveries that I need to review, which could add many more people and records to my tree. And all of that, even before taking into account David's family tree, also built using myheritage.com. I can totally attest to the amazing experience it is to discover more about your roots and learn so much cool stuff about where you come from. MyHeritage.com is the most global genealogy website translated to 42 languages with 98 million users worldwide. In addition to having advanced family tree building tools and sophisticated matching technologies, it also has 9.3 billion historical records from all over the world. Billion with a B? Billion with a B. <laughs> the magic happens when you start building your family tree. And after adding enough people and information to your tree, you start getting tons of discoveries, which are a result of matching the people and information on your family tree with the huge MyHeritage database of people and records. We encourage you to go to MyHeritage.com, register for free, and start building your family tree. The magic of family discovery awaits you. You guys, she's making a weird face. No, I'm just. Oh, I'm you're just funny. Excited. So that's I why know it's go a, Becky. We're very excited about this episode. And if you have guessed yeah. from the title, connecting through traditions, today we wanted to talk to you about traditions, not holiday traditions or 
all the traditions. All, any traditions. Any big, traditions. small, medium size. And I was even thinking about how most of the time traditions really do relate to family traditions. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to isolate isolate anyone that's feeling like yeah. my family looks different than your family. It's That's not what this is about. We want to be very inclusive. We want you to, just as with every other episode, apply this to however it makes sense in your life, regardless of your life and relationship situation. But for the most part, most of us have families and these are mostly family-based traditions. Right. And, um, and... But you can have traditions all by yourself. Oh, heck yes. I mean, for real. Oh, and please do that. Think about that. And at work. We have traditions at work. Yeah, we have do. traditions with friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. And I really can't go another step until I recognize the elephant in the room, and that would be what? that I have to sing oh. the song Traditions. Please do. Traditions. Traditions. Do you guys know that song? It's from Fiddler on the Roof. I'm and the fuck. Fa- oh, back. <laughs> Disappointed. I We're going to listen to it. Resolve at this moment in my life that I will see Fiddler on the Roof. Wait, is that the movie or the TV series? Well, it's in both. Oh, it is It's both? a musical. Oh, TV it's a, series. Sorry, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> what am I it's doing? a musical also like a movie. <laughs> okay. But the dad in that song is, or the dad is the one who's singing that song, this father of five girls. And he's speaking to his girls through this song about the importance of tradition. Love it. And I totally agree with what he's saying traditions are super 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 important they I are. think yeah and in our family it has really helped to provide those little milestone moments that bond us together as a family which we've really enjoyed but having said that before we go too far into this this is something that I've been feeling a lot because you and I both have been feeling very strongly that traditions are becoming increasingly important mm-hmm. like yeah just with time they just are and that's why we're talking about it having said that i have noticed something about myself over the years oh dear what's that so it's weird i don't know how to really explain this but just when i let just it all out it. we're close around here right so i have noticed that i get so inspired by hearing other people's traditions mm-hmm. yeah but i also feel sometimes i don't mean to but i feel a tinge of guilt Sometimes oh, because when I hear other people's traditions, I'm like, not, in, it's not a jealousy thing. It's more of a, right. oh, why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. You and Taylor with your anniversary tradition of doing, remember we talked about mm-hmm. that in the marriage episode, episode yes. six, I think. Um, I'm like, man, that's like, man, that's a worthy goal. Why haven't I thought of that? That's so much more interesting than what we do. So I, I bring this up because I don't, we don't want anyone feeling any guilt at Mm-mm. all because you might hear some ideas that we just don't want you to feel like you're not measuring up to what your own expectation is of, of yourself, of mm-hmm. what you think traditions should be in your life. Um, but rather, we want everyone feeling really, really inspired. And so in order to do that, just make sure that you're not only paying attention to the ideas that maybe are motivating you and inspiring, but also our hope is that you are able to better recognize possibly the traditions that you've already established in your life, but perhaps you just didn't recognize them or label them 
as traditions, right? I love that. That's perfect. It's perfectly said because, you know, you talk about the anniversary tradition. I talked about that. Yeah. And that's one of our traditions that's really big. But when you're on social media or talking to people, you realize you're getting the input of like their one thing that they do awesome. And so mm-hmm. it might tend that's to true. feel like they have all these meaningful traditions when really you're hearing like everyone's best work. Right. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Right. And the information sharing piece is so crucial to me because it does. It gets those little wheels of creativity in my mind. That's the goal. Going. Please. So, let your wheels spin, spin, spin. So, and that's why we're doing this too. We want to make sure that we we feel inspired just by thinking about this mm-hmm. and preparing to talk about it. And so let's let's go. Let's, let's do this. Get into this. So I want to start with a quote from L. Tom Perry, and he says, "I hope that we always celebrate with a purpose." And I love that phrase, "celebrate with a purpose." Mm-hmm. I pray that we will make our celebrations more meaningful by reaffirming spiritual, political, cultural, and social values and I love that quote because it tells us what's the point in celebrating right we're supposed to be reaffirming spiritual political cultural and social values through our celebrations and then we would hope if you're consistent with that those will become traditions so first question I have okay why are we celebrating what's the big deal Mm. why are we celebrating and I think it's because it's fun it's stinking fun it's so important to have fun in our family so much of our life and we are totally in that place right now so much is busy 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 go 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 that it's really can be hard to like stop and stand still and have those simple moments Mm -hmm. of just having fun so traditions this next sentence I really thought about this and I was like trying to sum how I feel about traditions up into one sentence and so this is my sentence okay traditions help us to feel connected to the past they strengthen us in the present, and they establish consistent bonds that carry us into the future. And that is my like that's thought so on good. traditions in a nutshell. That's so. So have good. a great. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's <laughs> not all you're getting. Have a good rest of your day. Bye bye. That's not Bye-bye all you're now. getting, but it really does. It helps us to feel connected to our past, right? And we'll give you some suggestions on how totally. to do that. It helps us to be present, mm-hmm. and it helps us to be strong as a family going into the future. I love that. And honestly, life is just tough, right? Like, and we mm-hmm. we don't around here. We don't want to focus on the you know just the tough stuff. We know that tough there are tough times. We know that life can bring out about lots of challenges, and we don't want to always focus on how to get through challenges. We are all about having fun as well, but at the end of the day, life is tough sometimes. It and is. so I have found, and you have found, I think a lot of us relate to this, that traditions really can help to ground us and center us and bring us joy. Like mm-hmm. that's just what happens with traditions. And because we have been feeling like this is something that's becoming increasingly valuable and increasingly important. I actually found something that Stephen R. Bangeter said actually just really recently, and I love mm-hmm. this. He says, while raising our children, we establish traditions within our home and we build patterns, one of my favorite new words, by the way, mm-hmm. patterns of communication and behavior within our family relationships. In doing so, the traditions we establish should ingrain strong, unwavering characteristics of goodness in our children. Listen up, lean in, listen, listen. That will infuse them with strength to confront the challenges of life. That's so. How do you create strong, good kids? Traditions. This is one of those ways. You want to sing again? Is this a good time? 
No, my voice is a little tired from my first. Come on, um, don't, don't let me down. At the first. end of the day, I just said that twice now. Dang it, this is going to be another okay. thing that Wendy tells me stop to, to stop it's saying fine. on the podcast. What I'm trying to say is that consistent, wholesome family traditions do create a culture of love and respect and security and honestly so much more. And it really is a protection from all the yucky stuff out there. It is. There actually is a story that um, one of my favorite, like, inspirational speakers, his name is Hank Smith. Okay. Um, and he tells a story about these ships that cross the ocean. Okay. And they're like merchant ships. So time is of the essence when they're shipping things across the ocean. And as they go across the ocean, like barnacles and mussels and all kinds of things attach themselves to the ships. Mm-hmm. And so when they reach their destination, they make it a point to go into a river system and to go about 100 miles up a river. And just sit there for a day and then turn right around and come back. And the whole reason that they do this is because when the ships from the ocean go into that fresh water, the barnacles, the mussels, all those things detach, Hmm. right? And they drop some off in the the fresh water. And this is what we're talking about with the way that life is, the way that the world is. It's becoming increasingly important to take times in our family where we're fresh water, right? Where we come to a place that's safe, that's good, and it allows every member of the family to kind of like let those barnacles and mussels go. Because if you don't, if you just keep crossing the ocean, and eventually what will happen to these ships is is they sink because they become so heavy and weighed down just piece by piece with this stuff that they don't even realize it and they sink. Okay, that's right? like the best analogy ever. I know. Hank Smith drops it like it's hot every time. Seriously. That guy rules. That's so – I had not heard that. And I'm – you know what it makes me think of? Hmm. This is a word that was said a couple of times actually in church recently, and I wrote it down in like three different places, bold and creative lettering, and I colored <laughs> it. And the word is recalibrate. Mm-hmm. It's really resonating with, with me right now. And yeah. I said pattern. That's mm-hmm. another word that I just feel in my life right now is a theme that I want to work toward, developing yeah. patterns and recalibrating. And that story that you shared – really feels like a recalibration for us now, today, in our families. And if you're listening, you're probably at the heart of your family. You're probably the one setting the tone Mm -hmm. for everything that happens in your family. And kudos to you for listening and like wanting to be better about traditions. Yeah. So you talked about why we should be, I mean, we're we're definitely establishing the tone here with why we should be celebrating. So what do you think we should be celebrating? So I'm going to take it back to the same thing that we always say to begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So obvious things to celebrate, right? Your mind automatically goes to like holidays or birthdays. Sure. um, What I'm talking about is digging a little deeper, is really creating moments of celebration instead of just kind of going along with the traditional ones. Which are also good. Oh, totally good. For sure. But I think they're... But I don't know about you. A five-year-old's birthday party, it's not fresh water for me. That is salty as it gets. (laughs) And so we're talking about creating yep. those moments of those freshwater kind of celebrations. Oh, I love that. And so when I am thinking about this, and I am a girl who loves a good party. I love a good themed anything. Mm-hmm. And we do. We have a lot of really established traditions that Taylor and I have established. But I'm going to give you an example, okay? Okay. So what I want you to think about in this is I tend to create traditions or some of our traditions have been created out of a need for our family. Okay. Let me explain. Okay. So in our family, I feel like I have like the holy grail of parenting. So I have two boys. So I have boy, boy, then girl, girl, 
which is amazing. Everyone has a friend. It's awesome. Your life sounds perfect. It really does. My life is perfect. <laughs> Check me out on social media. Just, I'm totally kidding. It's you not guys. perfect. I'm joking. Complete sarcasm. Yes, sarcastic. <laughs> so sometimes with this like two boys, two girls, sure. it kind of can like turn into teams, right? Yeah. And the girls are feeling like the boys don't like him and the boys are feeling like the girls are annoying and it becomes like this back and forth. So particularly two of my sweet little angels have been really um, – going at it for a few years they're right. just two for a few years I thought you were going to say nope, a few weeks nope, it's nope. been a few years solid <laughs> few years they've been um just butting heads they're very strong personalities they're both amazing but they've been butting heads so a few summers ago my husband um takes my boys to like a scout camp every okay. summer and I was talking to this particular child the girl the girl part of the problem and I was saying hey the boys are gone let's do something to show the boys how much we love them because I know that you love the boys but I'm not feeling like your actions are reflecting that and they certainly don't feel that and your relationship isn't good so what are we going to do and she came up with the idea let's clean their room because she loves cleaning and organizing so to be clear you're bringing up the dialogue I'm bringing up the problem but saying let's come up with a solution but she came up with that idea yes I really like that's like a ding moment yes because you are the parent Mm -hmm. you are addressing the issue you are bringing it to their attention because that is our role that's part of our role in correction and guidance and all of that Mm -hmm. but you allowed her to be the one to come up with what it was so she's more invested I'm already feeling like she's way more invested and she's doing she she kind of pulled on her strengths right she's really into the cleaning and organizing okay so we went through their room and we like tore the thing apart and dumped drawers out and we just, awesome. I mean, we scoured and organized and cleaned this room. And so the boys came home from scout camp and they were just blown away. I mean, I love when I come home from a trip and your house is clean. Oh my and gosh. so they came home the from best ever. dirty, nasty grossness and had this beautiful like oh, organized room to come home to. That is so and cool. And she felt so good yeah. about her effort and she knew how hard she had worked and the boys knew how hard she had worked, and they just felt really, really loved. And so that little action has carried on. And I think this is the third or fourth year okay. that we've done that. That for is the Scout coolest camp. thing. And so, so that was a tradition kind of she created, but it was born out of necessity. Mm. So it was born out of a, a problem, some friction in our home. Um, and so think about that when you're thinking about tradition. So, so that tradition you- was born out of you know, fighting. Well, and, and going back to what you were saying before you shared that example, beginning with the end in mind, one of our favorite, favorite things to think about in life all the time. Yep. But that's, that's how you began with the end in mind is you were thinking about the friction, the, mm-hmm. the struggle and the relationship. And so the end result that you're hoping for is a strengthened relationship. Yes. And so then that's how you make decisions and that's how you can create traditions is mm-hmm. by backing it up from there. I love back it up. that. Back, back, back it up. Wow. Another thing to think about with traditions <laughs> is what victories have you had? What mm. what things make your family special? What things make your family unique? Every family looks different and each family is dealing with different things at a different time mm-hmm. or they have different celebrations that they may have that are unique to their family. I love that. Also beginning with the end in mind, um, something I've been thinking about a lot is how I want our children to remember our family time and our patterns and our traditions. So like mm-hmm. when, not just now as they continue to grow up, like right. during the tough times, I want them to kind of think about this stuff that we've established in these times together as a family, but also 
the end, air quotes, right? The end could be when they've left the nest, when they have their own families, when they are grandparents themselves. What are the stories they're going to tell about the family traditions that they grew up with? Mm -hmm. What are the memories that they're going to share with their future spouse and their future children about the things that we've done? And I, I really have a lot of fondness when I think about some of the traditions that I grew up with. And of course, I feel a great sense of gratitude for my parents who put forth those efforts. But what's so fun is I just, um, kind of on this note, I just got an email that my brother sent yesterday. He sent it to the family. He said, I know this is totally random, but mom and dad, I just want to say thank you because you guys did show and tell in our family oh, nights. Oh, that's so fun. Because we weren't always the most consistent about trying to do a family night, which is a tradition. We're night. consistent with our treats during family night. Dang, really girl. good. See? We're consistent with the ice cream. That's amazing. Well, I just think that any type of family time together, family trips, family night, family, whatever you do, like you, you build in those little details. And he, spe- he specified that we used to do show and tell, where literally every kid would have a chance to to share something. Well, mm-hmm. it reminded me about that because I yeah. did try that with my family, with my children, mm-hmm. and we've just forgotten about it. And so the fact that my brother brought it up makes yeah. me think like, I want to try that again. And Maybe if it sticks with my family, great. Take that one out of the box. Sure. But if it doesn't stick, family mm-hmm. traditions don't have to be carried from right. generation to generation. I think it's cool if they do. But anyway, I just, I think that beginning of the, with the end in mind also is envisioning how we want our kids to reflect on these traditions mm-hmm. later in life. Because that's the goal, right? You want to stay bonded and have those traditions carry Absolutely. on. It is important to note, too, though, that um, so I had a bunch of really great family traditions growing up, and so did my husband. Mm-hmm. And so at some point in the first couple years of our marriage, we kind of like sat down and we're like, hey, give me your like top three. And you because there have been times where I have been so consumed with like making sure I check off oh, all the tradition boxes wow. that they weren't even really meaningful and they became super stressful and yeah. it became part of that like overwhelming like, oh, no. If I don't make candy cane cookies, Christmas is going to be ruined. Yeah. And that's not good. Well, so, hashtag overachiever. I know. Right? Oh, but I that, know. But that's what a lot of us do because we do. We want everything to go so well and we do want to honor traditions. There's right. nothing wrong with that. It's a noble, wonderful thing. Yeah. But the point with you is you got to like kind of let go of the expectation, I think. You got to let go of the expectation and you have to accept other people's traditions. Yes. So if you're in a marriage, there's oh. two people here. Let's not just do your traditions. Mm -hmm. Talk about it and then maybe talk about what's going on in your family to try to decide which ones are really worthwhile and then maybe, I don't know, create a few new ones. I agree. We have fallen into a pattern of traditions where I didn't mean for them to be traditions. Yeah. And there it is. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We have some good ones. Ooh. So I'm going to talk about some of like the bigger traditions. Okay. Um, And some of these aren't even with my family. They're ones that I have learned about in classes or seminars. And the first one I want to talk about is called Ancestor Day. Mm. And I think that this is really cool, and I have not implemented it in my family yet, but at some point in the non-overwhelmed future, I will. (laughs) But today is not that day. Today is not that day, but it will be. So this one's called Ancestor Day. And so um, when she was explaining this to us, and it was Lonnie Hilton that had – I went to a class – of hers that she was explaining about different traditions that Mm -hmm. she had in her family and ways to use traditions to build family relationships. And so they have an ancestor that they have kind of like earmarked for this tradition. Mm. And so on this day, it's the day that she immigrated to the United States. Okay. And so they go out in little kayaks and like cross the river (laughs) and they, um, 
they talk about that family member. They tell the stories of that family member. They have, you know, food together as a family. And so they take that tradition as a way to honor the past with their ancestors, to learn those lessons and to keep those family stories alive. That's so cool. It's really neat, right? It's so unique and and there are so many studies on how much more centered one can feel when they understand more about their heritage. Mm-hmm. I love that my heritage is the sponsor of this episode for that reason because the more that we understand about where we've come from, mm-hmm. the more that we connect with ourselves yeah. and we feel a little bit more direction in our lives in some ways. So the fact that that's a tradition idea that you know where you heard that right that's really cool and it doesn't have to always be it could even be that there's a day of celebrating one branch of your family or even your grandparent yeah. or it doesn't have to be a distant relative but I have had some really cool experiences with family history this year and I don't know that I would have said last year that that was I knew it was important but I didn't know like that it would speak to the depths of my soul mm. like it has this past year. And we will get into that in another episode. Yeah, for but sure. But there have been some really cool experiences I've had, and I have really been able to like connect with people I don't don't even know. That's amazing. It's been a really, really cool experience, and my heritage is an amazing service to do that. And it really is. It's an important thing. Incredible. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about <clears throat> that. Okay, so Ancestor Day. That's a great idea. Ancestor Day. What else have we got? Okay, so one thing we do, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Can I just get an amen? Like, who the heck wants to go out and, like, do this, like, forced romantic date on, like, a Tuesday night in between, like, all the garbage you have going on? That to me. Do you want me to say amen? Say it, sesta. Listen. It's the worst. A to the men, because it is, for me and David, that is, we will never go out on Valentine's Day. Ever. Oh, and by the way, like, good luck even going anywhere. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. you can't find a babysitter. You're going to end up at the no. Taco Bell drive through and Seriously. then you're going to be tired the next day. It's just <laughs> stupid all around. I mean, hey, no offense if people do go out on – that's not what I'm saying. Well, they have planning skills I don't possess because (laughs) you have got a plan. So long ago, we kind of decided – it was kind of around the time we, like, redefined our anniversary. We were Mm -hmm. like, Valentine's Day is not our jam. So Mm -hmm. we – he totally will buy me flowers, and we'll go out on a date night, like, the Saturday before or after. Mm -hmm. But that particular night of the week, that school night, it's not happening. Yeah. So we've kind of changed – And again, I don't even think I meant for this tradition to happen, but to be honest, I think I drove past Papa Murphy's and they were having like heart pizza sale or something. So I grabbed a few heart pizzas like, oh, garbage, it's Valentine's Day. I better (laughs) grab a heart-shaped pizza instead of a regular-shaped pizza. That'll solve the problem. Exactly. And I picked up some strawberry milk and I came home and like threw a plastic tablecloth on the counter, like just very last minute. You are so cute. Kind of just... You know, not super fancy, but that's more than I did that year. I'm and sure. we <laughs> and we just stayed together and had like a pajama party and watched movies. And so now every Valentine's Day we do a family celebration. So it's mm. just us and our kids mm-hmm. in our jammies with heart shaped pizzas. Aww. We do little heart attacks. Which if you don't know what a heart attack is, you take just construction paper or printer paper, cut it into the shape of hearts, write things you love about each other, and post them on the doors. Love it. Super on, like, fun. Everybody's bedroom door. Yes. So cute. Super fun, super easy. Mm-hmm. It costs no money. And it mm-hmm. kind of is one of those traditions we just fell into because it just happened one year and the kids really liked it. Oh my gosh, I love that. So I love that. In the spirit of that, another thing, and actually I got this suggestion from Lonnie Hilton, and we have talked about our anniversary already. 
in previous episodes, but where Taylor and I tackle the new goal. But the night of our anniversary kind of falls onto uh, into that same category of Valentine's Day, where dude, Usually it's on a, a school weekday. night. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Well, we celebrate our anniversary. We'll go out with another time. But yeah. on the actual night of our anniversary, um, if it falls on a weeknight, and if it doesn't fall on a weeknight, we'll do this another night. Um, and this, I want to say too, this doesn't have to, I'm not saying like, don't spend romantic time with your spouse. Like totally do that. Yeah, please don't misunderstand here. What I'm saying is <laughs> don't try to like push it into like a Wednesday between 7.15 and 7.55 while you have like a bazillion things going on. Make well, that an intentional thing. Well, and the other thing is, is that, you know, so many of these holidays, they're, they're made up holidays that aren't necessarily sentimental and special to you, mm-hmm. to you as a couple or you as a family. And that's actually where David and I come from with, the Valentine's thing is we're like, yeah. okay, somebody else made that up. It actually has nothing to do with us. We have right. no sentimental I mean, connection feel free to, to Valentine's Feel Day. free to buy me flowers. I mean, but sure. that's great. If that's your love language. Right. And it actually isn't my love language. What? Anyway, anyway. Oh, so I, I want to just agree with you and say don't fall into traditions because of worldly expectations mm-hmm. or societal expectations that you're supposed to be romantic on February 14th, for example. It's just – Really? Yeah. Like why? Make put- it work for you. Yeah. And for sure. again, try to accomplish the goal in mind. And for us, family time is at an all time premium. Mm-hmm. Quality family time. And so anytime I can create those moments really is important to yeah, me. Really agree. makes a difference. So for our anniversary, um, and like I said, this was something I learned in a class from Lonnie Hilton, but she said Make your anniversary a birthday party for your family. Love And I thought it. about it. Love and I kind of sat on it for a year or two before I tried it. <laughs> and it is so fun. That's so cool. And so what we do that night is Taylor and I kind of tell the story of how we met. And the kids are like grossed out. And, <laughs> but they, we kind of tell them our history. And we talk uh-huh. about our anniversary being the celebration of the creation of the Proud Fit family of our little oh clan. Gosh. And we buy a birthday cake. Oh. And apparently a lot of our traditions involve movies and takeout and <laughs> treats. But I again, we get takeout and jammies and movie and oh. birthday cake. And we talk about our family and how much we love our family and the creation of our family. And it's put a little bit of a more meaningful spin on our anniversary. Well, and can you imagine your kids talking about that with their families? when right. they have, You know? And I want to say something. Say this it. This is the part where I might feel a little bit guilty that we haven't done that. And well, you haven't that, what? That we haven't eaten cake in your jammies? <laughs> what? That we haven't established some sort of like tradition around like celebrating our family as, you know, like around the anniversary, but, but mm-hmm. specifically telling the kids our story. They mm-hmm. know the story, but oh my gosh, you're making me realize it's been a while. Since yeah. we've actually vocalized and shared our story, it's definitely in writing. There may or may not be a scrapbook about it. I'm That's certain <laughs> there is a scrapbook about it. But it's different. It's different. And so what I'm what I'm saying this this is the reason why I'm I'm just bringing this up. I could feel really guilty right now that I haven't done that, but instead I'm choosing to feel really motivated that that's going to be something that I make a point of doing. And guess what? I'm not going to wait until next July. Yeah. You don't even have to do it on your anniversary. That's where it falls for us. But you know what would be a good time to do it is some random month that has nothing going on. Like whatever that month in you, you know, like maybe in the winter time, like 
in I that like, lull where there's nothing going on. Well, March. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. St. Patrick's Day is not a – I just don't connect – uh-oh. Are you mad at me? I'm what? not mad. Oh. I just feel very sad in my heart for you. Really? I have very strong because I don't Patrick's like wear Day traditions lucky underwear that, day that I like... wasn't even going to talk about, but it involves my Irish heritage. Oh and, shoot! And again, food. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, okay, okay. I just put no. My, I get my what mouth. you're saying. No, but you it's a big mean. deal like, to us because it's like it's heritage. Oh, it's a heritage thing. That okay? That's legitimately awesome. It's not about leprechauns. <laughs> it's not. It's about corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to find some random time to share the story of how David and I met with my children, and it might develop into a tradition. And if it doesn't, I won't feel guilty about it. No. But the point is, is I'm feeling motivated to do that, so thank you. You're welcome. And you can start buying cake for your family anytime. Um, if they liked it. <clears throat> okay. Your family doesn't like cake? Well, Dave, oh, okay, never mind. Okay. Conversation <laughs> for another day. Okay. This next one I want to talk about is a Christmas tradition, and I really didn't want to bring holidays into this, and I feel like I'm bringing all the holidays I mean, no, into it. I know. It's got to So come we'll up. go there with the holidays, yeah, and then we'll go, go there. there with the non-holidays. For but, sure. So a Christmas tradition. So this is kind of one of those bad parenting moments, and I think I've talked about it before. What? Maybe I have, talked about it in my you head. You don't have bad parenting so moments. So if this is the second time I've said this, I'm sorry. Okay. But I had an experience... I think I did talk about it last episode. What would you say? Where wait when Christmas you felt morning, guilty when yes. I felt like a lot of guilt and kind of mm-hmm. like shame about the total and utter commercialism that I had. That was episode eight. That was episode yes, eight. and we were talking about yes, for, yeah, getting ready for the holidays. So and... this was another one kind of born out of that okay. yucky yucky moment. Ooh. Okay, first of all, Elf on the Shelf. We just need to cover this. Okay, did we? I have to? okay, my friend Megan, <laughs> who's awesome. Yeah introduced me to like this elf on the shelf thing phenomenon but like way back before it was cool like 2005 2006 okay and it didn't involve all the things it involves now you so, mean you mean your elf doesn't have a whole Instagram account? I'm that's so the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> no that's now, gonna offend that, somebody that will hurt somebody's feelings you guys take it back I can't take it back <laughs> because I love you as a human being but there is a website completely dedicated no. to elf on the shelf and this craziness that moms have created, I know it's I know. cute. And maybe that's your thing. And, and I and love it, you for yes, it. Yes, yeah. But it is not my thing. And what is the, what is, if you want a good laugh about like overwhelming yourself with traditions, find this website, whatever it is. And I sat there and laughed for like an hour. <laughs> the lady was like, yeah, I'm going to create magic by staying up all night, creating a mess in my kid's bedroom oh. done by the elf so that I could spend all day cleaning up said mess done Seriously? by the elf. No, that's actually really funny. No, it's so funny. Having Bless said your heart that, if you do elf on the shelf. Listen. We do elf on the shelf. He just doesn't make a mess. Okay. Because people that okay. make messes in my house can get the heck out. Okay. <laughs> they just can get right the heck out. Anyways. No I offense to the elf, not even a little bit. But oh, I have to tell one more funny story about Elf on the Shelf. Taken that to some people have taken that to a level mm-hmm. that I will say this in all seriousness. That all joking aside, some people have taken that and many other things to a level of just unnecessary burden and stress. I'm and one if, of those people that have done that, not okay. particularly with yeah. Elf on the Shelf, but I yeah. have totally had to course correct on some craziness that course I've gotten correct myself is into. A, recalibrate. Yes. Recalibrate. Like reset on what you're really spending your time and energy doing. And, and and since you brought up Christmas, holidays, just make sure you guys listen to episode, episode eight. eight because we talk all about that. Okay. So what's the funny One thing? One other funny thing what? about Elf on the Shelf. Okay. okay. 
Um, Don't waste too much time on this. So our sweet elf, <laughs> as he's supposed to, reports back to Santa and flies in around our house. Sure. The elf accidentally flew into our light fixture one time, just peeking out really cute. <laughs> and then when the light fixture was turned on, literally oh, no. combusted in no. the middle of dinner. No. Combusted. <laughs> no. And I will include that picture in the show notes. But Stop there was it. maybe some emergency phone calls made to people <laughs> to ensure the that our elf was healed the next morning. Oh, in my two stars. flames, smoking, it. lighting, Are you kidding me? melting, stinking, all the things. <laughs> it was a pretty special. That makes me special so happy. Tradition. Just, special tradition. Well, okay. There you go. So okay. off on the shelf. Not right. no Mama Christmas. Jim. Sorry, Give I just had else. to tell Give you those funny else. stories. So <laughs> this is a tradition again. Born out of my kids being little stinkers in the beginning of December one year. And I was really trying to figure out a way or to create a tradition that wasn't commercially centered, that Mm -hmm. wasn't overwhelming, that wasn't, um, I don't know, that wasn't focusing on the things that didn't matter, which was quite honestly why they were fighting in the beginning. Sure. In the first place. So we created a tradition. So Christmas jammies, we do. It's a tradition, but we give Christmas jammies kind of twice. We give them Christmas Eve, but we also have a family night at the beginning-ish of December, whenever that falls, and it might be November, you know, whenever that day happens, kind of to kick off the Christmas season, and we give the kids jammies, because literally the only time I buy pajamas for my kids is the beginning of December and Christmas. Yeah. That's all they need. Yeah. <laughs> Two jammies a year. That's yeah. it. Because in the summer, they can sleep in their underwear. Because it's so Exactly. <laughs> sleep naked, kids. Okay? So in the beginning of December, we have this tradition um, where we do the jammies. And I kind of came up. It was one of those ideas that just popped into my head. And um, let me tell you about it. So the kids pick names. Okay. Right? So yep. there's four kids. They each pick a name. And then for the whole month of December or the Christmas season or whenever this night happens, they are a secret service elf for another one of their siblings. Okay. And I have made these these cards, and I'll include the PDF, which isn't like super Becky Higgins awesome cute, but it's oh you made cute stuff practical, girl. so oh, that's good. So fun. And I have You're laminated put this, them. Hold on, pack, back up. You're gonna put this PDF in the show notes. Yeah, put the PDF oh, in the show notes so you, you can download awesome. it. I love that. Okay, not super special, but it is cool. No, it's cool. So, um. They have these little cards, and each kid gets a stack of cards, and they do Secret Service elf things for whatever brother or sister that they've chosen. So, for instance, if one kid was Lucy's Secret Service elf, they would go make her bed and leave a card. Mm. And the card says, like, an act of service has been done by your Secret Service elf. Or do their chore, or whatever it may be. And so the whole month, they're looking to serve each other. And it perpetuates and perpetuates. And you answered a question I was thinking of is, wouldn't it be obvious who's doing what? Because if they're leaving the little notes, you would... They all have the same notes. But it's just, it's literally, that's why, that's why this little PDF is going to be so Well, and let's be honest. I'm pretty sure by the end of December, they figured it out. But it doesn't matter. Because they've spent the whole month thinking about serving. Oh, I love it. And it's an important point to bring up. Traditions that that involve service Mm -hmm. are my jam. Mm -hmm. Traditions that involve any kind of service and thinking outside of yourself generally are those traditions that tend to stick because beginning with the end in mind, they produce the desired result. Totally. And those are the traditions that end up being more meaningful to my kids than yeah. candy cane cookies or whatever Yeah, those little ones are. Love it. That's so, so elf cool. on, Or not elf on the shelf. <laughs> not elf. Secret service <laughs> elf. Give that a whirl. Cute. Okay. Next holiday. Something, something not Christmas related. No. That's right? it. That's it for Christmas. Oh, no, I'm, I love all okay. the Christmas traditions. Okay, this 
is another tradition that um, I started. So raise your hand if you have Guys, felt. she looks stressed out. I don't no, know where she's going with like, this. Because <laughs> some people are, might not understand this. Okay. I used to hate Mother's Day. Oh. Like deep in my soul hate it. Okay. I okay. used to go to church and feel bad about myself. I was stressed out. I felt like it was more work for me than any other day. And I just, I don't know why. I just, I felt like the crappiest mom ever on Mother's Day. Wow. I don't know why. Wow. I really disliked it. And this it. was as a mother, right? As a mother. Because I have and, a And I of... have a great husband and kids. It's nothing that anyone did. I just, there was something about it that I was just like, this is more work for me. I don't know why. I just, it was just you not a like good. It. I just didn't like it. That is so interesting. And I'm I hope someone else feels that way, not just me. Well, my my background of infertility mm-hmm. gave me Oh some, yeah, I some bet you had hard some. feelings on not hard like sour, hard meaning hard. hard just hard. Just hard hard complicated difficult. and difficult, yeah. yes. And complicated is a good word because I felt nothing but joy for everyone who could be a mother. Right. But I felt sorrow that I had this righteous desire that wasn't fulfilled mm-hmm. at that point and it was yeah. hard to have a mother's day another one and another one and another one and you know mm-hmm. the, where I wasn't a mother so anyway we could talk for days about feelings associated with various holidays mother's day being one of them father's day being one of them for various reasons but anyway that's interesting that yeah. you're saying that because you do you do have great husband great kids. oh yeah it was nothing anyone did about honoring you but for I'm whatever sure church reason, was great yeah. that, those days for whatever reason I just felt awful okay I like cried every mother's day and oh I gosh, don't even cry no. and it I don't know why I just really didn't like it Wow. So, so what'd you do about it? I took the bull by the horns. Tell me about it. And Taylor was, you know, as he always does, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? Uh-huh. And I used to give answers like, I just want to be together. I just, uh-huh. I just want to take a nap. I just, uh-huh. and finally I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go hiking. Mm. I want to go hiking. And so let me also tell you my sweet, sweet husband, he does everything pretty much perfectly and it's kind of annoying a lot actually <laughs> that he's really good at a lot of things he he can't boil water like he can make pancakes the end that's it oh really like if i were to go away for long like my children may die because they they would eat pancakes and take out and that's it for the rest of Guess their lives what? they yeah. wouldn't die actually on they pancakes would be and cereal just, and they would just be carved I right up i did not know that he was useless in the kitchen i mean I he's no a great pancake maker yeah Period. I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah, and don't say the butt. There's no butt. That's he is it. a great pancake, pancake maker. Pancake maker. Okay. So, so Mother's you, Day, you I, I, don't, hike. I don't dare ask him mm. to even try to cook a meal gotcha. because it will be okay. just a horrible experience for he, and then I have to eat it, and it's yeah. horrible for me. Everybody loses. So we decided, and, and typically, I will note too, typically we do not – um, we don't go out to eat or spend money on Sundays. We just really hunker down with our family. Yeah. But for a time, I was like, you know, I want to go hike and I want to eat good food. And so we go every Mother's Day. We get home from church. We pack up a little picnic lunch that requires zero cooking. Uh-huh. We're talking sandwiches and like easy things. Yeah. And we go on this hike that's about half an hour from our house. And it's a little bit of a longer hike. And we do it every Mother's Day. And, and that's your tradition. That's our tradition. I love it. And you're and happy. And we eat sandwiches. Aww. And I don't have to eat gross burned food <laughs> that my sweet husband makes with I love. I love that. And it took that day from being really horrible, which I'm sure I was inflicting on myself. And were, I was able to, to say what I really wanted. And we do this hike. And what I was maybe really wanting was that feeling of closeness with my family. Mm-hmm. And so creating that hike 
really gave us that moment of closeness. And now I love it. Can we pause for a moment and reflect on one of the takeaways I'm feeling as you share that is that um, holidays or sorry, traditions should not be carried out just to carry them out for the sake of carrying them out. They can't be that check mark. That's right. when it becomes an overwhelming like to-do list right. of craziness. Well, and that's part of why you were feeling overwhelmed because of whatever Mother's mm-hmm. Day expectations you had about your family, yourself, I don't your do experience. well with expectations. The older mm-hmm. I get and the more confident I am to really voice what I want and what I need, I do really, I don't like expectations. Like emotional expectations of like, I'm supposed to feel this way. I'm supposed to act sure. this way. Like I really, I really struggle with that. That's hard for me because I feel like I inevitably don't give Fit people into that. the reaction yeah. or whatever that I'm supposed okay. to have. I totally see what you mean because expectations could be an episode all in itself actually because we could talk for days about like mm-hmm. what that means and how there, there are positive expectations and ones that have negative connotation. But I really feel what, as you're sharing that, that it's important for each of us. We're all adults here. Right? Everyone listening. That's right. Let's let's adult and let's in a very loving and a very loving approach, let's be mature enough to voice what we deeply desire mm-hmm. with full respect um, yeah. with our spouse, with our family, on fill in the blank, any holiday. Right. But let's let's do that instead of just grumbling and being bitter about mm-hmm. expectations that or you feeling don't even bad like. inside of your yeah. heart and not saying anything yeah for sure um i'll chime in with another tradition idea i'd that's love just, to hear it i i can't wait to talk about small stuff as well we're talking mm-hmm. about pretty big things and holidays and stuff like that but david and i actually have felt like we wanted to do something really special two on one mom and dad and the child we have three kids mm-hmm. Um, for one of their special birthdays. I think I was first inspired when I saw my brother do this with their kids. And yeah. and I think it is typically a trip to New York. I can't even remember for sure exactly, but mm-hmm. they established it. I think it's when the child turns 12 or something something like that. It was enough yeah. of an idea that planted a seed in our minds. And we're like, that is actually really cool. And there's is no reason with three children that we couldn't do that. And um, because we didn't um, institute the tradition sooner. (laughs) 12 is out at this point. 12 is out because our oldest is about to turn 16. So we decided that this will be a thing when our kids turn 16. And Mm -hmm. the reason for 16 is because we made it up. Right. It doesn't have to be. Because that is the year that you can do. Right. I mean, it's like, yes, 16 is a big year in our family because you're driving. And that is when our kids are of age to date. And, you know, there's a sense of freedom that comes when you're a licensed driver. And, you know, there's just kind of they're coming into those later teens. And Mm -hmm. so for all the reasons we decided we're going to do that. So that is that is a new tradition that we are going to establish that um, is not a free. I want to emphasize how important it is to to do free traditions, traditions that don't cost money. This is one that is an expense that David and I want to take each of our kids on a trip and we're going to let them choose where they want to go. Are you going to like limit them to like continental United States? Are you ready for the answer? Oh dear. I am not. (gasps) Blessed be the name. Porter is currently thinking about, I I hesitate even saying that because I don't want the impression to be that we're raising entitled children who get whatever they want because you and I both know that we work hard to make sure that that is not the case. Right. But we have felt really impressed to let the child choose 
study this out in their mind and mm-hmm. really think about where yeah. in the world they would desire to go for whatever reasons. It could be that there's a historical context. They want to see sites or mm-hmm. it could be that they want to climb that mountain or they want to right. do that thing or see that whatever. Um, we So I will return and report because I have no idea what You're Porter... going to Siberia, Higgins. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so Well, excited. and you know what? That's, that's something, though, that... Um, you know, if, if, if a trip can't be accomplished, there's mm-hmm. lots of other ways to do that. One thing, planning, right? Oh, setting, for sure. Setting that goal. And if you, were, you know, set it several years in advance, you yes. could work towards that and save towards that. Or, you know, if that's just not the situation you're in, there are lots of great places wherever anyone lives oh my to gosh. drive in the car and totally. to even camp. I make mean, it a day date, it's make about it an the overnighter. Time, and that's right? what I was going to say. This is definitely not a tradition about the place that we're going because that is absolutely not what matters. Our point in doing this is the idea of connecting two-on-one parent, and, and obviously we have single parents listening as well, so parent to child, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like for you, showing them that they are such a priority to you that you are going to carve out the time. You are not working. Yeah. You're not worrying about your other responsibilities. You are going off somewhere, whether you're camping or heading to Europe, whatever, yeah. and you are focusing completely on them. And the the kind of um, the sub-idea to that is when Porter and I were actually just chatting about this this morning and crew was overhearing and crew's 10. So he's like, I got six years to wait until this. And I'm like, buddy, because his love language is attention and time and all of that. And I said, buddy, you do not have to wait until you're 16. You know this. We do two on one with you. Right. We do mom and dad dates with you, but you don't need to wait for us. You don't need to wait for us to set the appointment, to make the date, to plan the thing. If you're feeling like you need a little more time with mom and dad, just ask. And so I want to just bring that up as another thought on traditions is just establish patterns and traditions with your kids where they feel that individualized time as well, yeah. no matter what it looks like. And actually, that's a perfect segue. We had um, an email at podcast at beckyhiggins.com which is our email address from a listener maria and hey, i maria hi maria <laughs> i loved your um tradition that you shared with us and it totally fits into what becky's saying about these um just small and just very normal daily traditions totally and so let me share with you what maria wrote she said as a working mom with an 18 month old i focus on quality over quantity time one of our favorite weekly traditions is egg day Egg day happens every Saturday morning when I have the time and the energy to make a homemade breakfast. So I make scrambled eggs while my daughter sits on the counter and watches. Now that she's a little older, she can help to crack the eggs. Sometimes I vary from the standard scrambled eggs and do a German pancake, pumpkin pancakes, or whatever. Since I made up the tradition, I also make up the rules for what counts on egg day. (laughs) I've been doing this since she was old enough to eat solids. It's such a fun, simple, and manageable tradition. Talk about simple. I love that. Doable, attainable, and sweet. Mm -hmm. It's so sweet. I love that. We all could have an egg day. Oh, that's so fun. I love that, Maria, and I love that it's something that it sounds like you just did and kind of fell into as a tradition, but a really sweet time with you and your daughter. And so, again, these traditions don't have to be big and large and expensive. It can be something as simple as making scrambled eggs on a Saturday. Egg day. Right? It's about consistency. Yeah. It's about your kids being able to know what's coming next and and being able to rely 
on an, an, on a special time with you. Yeah. And on that note of consistency, also, please uh, don't feel guilty when you do lose some consistency. Let's and, be honest. I mean, who can be 100% right, consistent? Right. Not me. Just wanted to go there because yeah. I have such good intentions. I think we all do. And there are certain traditions that I really try and I'm not consistent about. And guess what? Guess what? Hmm. It's still a tradition. It doesn't fall off the list of traditions because right. you're not perfectly consistent about it. Yeah. Consistency is the goal. And um, and we definitely want to touch on some of those smaller things. I love Egg Day. I'm super inspired by what she's sharing there. And it kind of makes me think about some of the smallest traditions that we have in our life. And um, yeah, so let me, I don't know if you have any that you want to share, but just a few examples. And this is where I was saying at the beginning of when we were talking on this whole topic um, of paying attention to what maybe you're already doing in your life mm-hmm. that you just never labeled as a tradition. Right. I want you to start thinking of it as now a tradition. Right. So for example, um, we've talked about Mount Laundry, both of oh, us, right? That is a <laughs> solid Sunday night tradition in our home. So it does Actually, one of the listeners what? emailed and calls it Mount Washmore. Oh, isn't that cute? That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So we have, you know, weekend laundry. It's kind of when it falls for us as well. But without fail, I think I've mentioned this, but without fail, um, it's not consistent 100%. But most of the time, my kids end up wrestling and fighting, and 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 I just love it. And Messing that is around a, on Mount Washmore. Right. And it's a tradition. That's so fun. And I decided to look at it as a tradition. Um, since my babies were little, I've always tried to sing to them at night. I definitely cannot get away with that anymore with my teenagers. I can still I do it with crew. To, but will you sing to me next time we're in a hotel? I please? will sing. I will sing right now. I'm going to sing you my eyelet. Oh, I know. Shut your mouth right now. <laughs> it's so short. Oh, I no, love I'm, it, guys. My voice sing. is nasty, and I'm not a singer. But I'm going to tell you the sweet little song, not because it's too personal, because I wouldn't share anything that's too personal. But it's just I made it up, and it's based on something. She's a singer and a songwriter, folks. <laughs> Okay, you'll have to tell me what the tune is based on. Okay. Because I can't even identify yeah. what it is. Okay. I'm ready. So I'll sing this to each of my kids. I love you, Cruiser. Oh, yes, I Bye do. bye, Birdie. It's bye bye, Birdie. Is that what it is? Oh. We love you, Conrad. Yes. Oh, yes, okay, we do. Okay, that's what it is. And I I'm was so that. good at that game. Yeah. Okay. You you would be the winner at that trivia. Oh, I for sure would. <clears throat> There's got to be a game show that I can would you become like me rich to finish on. the song? Oh, yes. Okay. okay. I love you, Cruiser. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, I'm doing this fast. I love you, Cruiser, and I'll be true when you're not near me. I'm blue. And this way, voice going oh. on. <laughs> I'm blue. Okay, she's... It's, it's beautiful it's beautiful oh cruiser i love you okay the point is is that then if i'm in a really good mood i'll do a key change i love oh. you cruiser right. oh. it happens it does happen <laughs> then she does a key change and my kids you guys i'm telling you right now if i bust this out a little bit with porter and claire who are both teenagers they don't stop me they let me do it and I so I ride maybe that way once in a blue moon. Are you going to be, I think you should sing it at like Porter's wedding or something. Um, or maybe just his 16th birthday. I think and I, his wedding. If you don't sing it at his wedding, I sure will. You guys, I promise I actually do sing a little bit better than that. But um, anyway, I had to, I knew I had to sing the tune because I knew that you could identify where it's from. Oh yeah. All right. A couple other like small traditions. Again, I just want to relate to what maybe you are already doing too, or something like this so that you can identify with them as well. Um, I don't go a day 
without hugging each of my kids. Yeah. Not a single day. Eat and my husband, of course, but individually, like it's not like it's timed or it's, right. a certain, it's just, I just cannot go a day without hugging each of them. And I really appreciate my um, non-hugging daughter who lets me hug her because she knows. Once every 24 hours. At least, yeah. at least. And I kiss each of my kids on their yeah. cheek or their forehead. or it one, you know, I, I just, love that. Tucking kids in at bed night. Something totally. or bed night. Bed wow. night. Wow. Tucking okay kids there? in to bed each <laughs> night. It's probably something most of us are doing and don't really recognize it. But, yeah. I'm at, you know, when you're out, when, maybe when you're not home, yeah. you get that phone call from your kids. Are you not going to tuck me in? Oh, See, geez. that's what we're talking about. That's oh. a tradition. That's a consistency that you have that they rely on and they look for that time of bonding with you, which is the it's point. A that's wonderful worth, that's thing. a whole point of tradition. Now, let's not talk about how guilty crew makes me feel if I'm gone for one night. Because well, I'm you not try really hard to not be gone for nights. Oh, so. and I do. I do try. That's Another a good thing. Um, small tradition that we do is um, music on Sundays is really important to me because I feel like it really sets a tone and it sets the day apart from the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal to me. And we we enlist the help of Alexa, right? Alexa. What a good friend Alexa is. <laughs> we'll say, Alexa, play piano, guys. Alexa, play Hillary Weeks. Alexa, play piano music. Mm-hmm. Alexa, play soft music. We just, I want the music in our home on Sundays to just be different yeah. than what we listen to during the week because that day is sacred to us and it's a family day and we want to focus on something that is different. So we're going to link because that's actually something that's really important to us too. Um, we listen to some. His name is Michael Dowdle. If we oh. want instrumental, Michael Dowdle is our go-to. Oh, you know another good one? We'll link to this as well. Brian Daw, D-A-W. Oh, yeah. So we're going to link yeah. you to we'll, some we'll Sunday music. We'll put some music. good suggestions. Um, okay, I'll just share one more example. Um, each each Sunday when we go to church, the conversation on the way home is always started with the same thing. And I didn't What's think... What's that thing? It, well, I, I want to know. I will tell you. Would you like to ride home with us after church one I time? I very much would. The conversation always says, share something that you have either learned mm-hmm. or felt. Mm-hmm. Because we're not always learning new things. We try yeah. to, you know... Especially for littles. I can't right? sometimes identify like... Right. This is what I've learned and it's touched my heart in this way and it's going to mm-hmm. apply to my life. They just know. They just know they felt the, something. Yeah, they felt something. Or they recognized something or they met someone new. We just, we invite them to share um, something on that drive home every single Sunday. I And I don't remember when I started that, but it's been years. So they I, know though during they church know. when they have that feeling, I bet that first thought that comes in their mind is this is what I'm going to share today. That's share, right? Yep, yep exactly. That's great. <laughs> oh, that was awkward pause <laughs> okay it totally was that we was both weird. looked at each other like who's <laughs> gonna say something okay i'm so glad we I, don't edit our I think podcast it's, i know seriously <laughs> if you haven't guessed we don't edit but don't. okay let's okay. tie a nice bow on this for everybody let's do it so what are some actionable items okay so as we've talked about traditions the importance of them kind of what they've borne out of in our home um Let's talk about some actionable items and what we can do to make sure we are on our A-game when it comes to traditions that help our family to grow closer. Perfect. So my first tip, I have three. Ooh, Not girl. 30 today. No? You're welcome. Not 30? Three. Do it. Uh, my first one is ask your kids what traditions are important to them. Yes. I say this because, again, there's a lot of traditions, but I bet if... 
if I were to ask my kids, I could say, like, for instance, crew, I think he would really say that time with you at night is one of his favorite traditions. 100%. And it might not be something that you realize. So ask your kids what is important to them, what is resonating with them, because it will help some of those maybe non-essential ones that you thought were important that aren't really hitting the mark to maybe fall away to make room for better and new ideas. So many amens. Yes. Counsel together. Counsel. That's my favorite Always word. Always counsel. Yes, like just counsel together, get their input. Love it. Okay, this next one, try to incorporate service in your traditions. And I have a quick story to tell, tell about me. this. but And it is a Christmas story. I'm sorry. But okay, <laughs> no so my sweet mother-in-law, my husband is one of six kids, and my mother-in-law with six kids found herself a single mom when my husband was three years old. And he is the youngest of the six. And she worked three jobs for many years to provide for these six children that she had. She sounds amazing. She is amazing. And she is just the hardest worker. And so she would get up and she would do a paper route and then she would clean houses. And then she was an administrative assistant for a lawyer, I think, or an insurance guy. And so she just worked and worked and worked and had these kids and just worked so hard to make sure their life was not disrupted. And um, they always, as a family, tried to do service. Um, So one Christmas, um, as it is with six kids, it was a financial, like, serious hardship. And she never wanted her kids to know about the financial burdens that she had as a single mother. And so she um, was praying about Christmas and how it was all going to work out. And, um, And then she went to her mailbox, and in her mailbox was a letter and their inside of it was money and it came I think there was flowers too actually hmm. so there's flowers and a letter with money and um and the money the letter said that the money was to help to you know provide christmas for the kids and that there was a specific amount given was meant for her so that she could go and like buy herself something cuz she had given everything sure to her family and so um fast forward like a few years uh, after that, she has um, married a wonderful man um, who's my husband's stepfather, and she was going through things. And once she she was going through a letter or something, and had, and that that letter that she had found in her mailbox many years before with Christmas money came into her head, hmm. and she realized now that she knew her husband's handwriting, mm-hmm. and he didn't even really know her very well. That he was the one who had provided Christmas. I know I have goosebumps even talking about it. And so the service tradition that they established um, when when he came in the family was doing service and providing Christmas for others in a totally confidential way. And he still to this day will not cop to it. Like everybody knows it's like a cherished family tradition and story. But to this day he still will not be like, yep, it was me. You're kidding me. No. Because he's that awesome. Oh, my God! But isn't that such a cool tradition? And that little act that he was inspired to do for my sweet mother-in-law that was so meaningful, not even knowing that later he would be married to her and, like, be, you know, the patriarch of our family. It's just so amazing. That's so cool. But incorporating Mm, that service in, man, what a great way to have a lasting tradition. Sorry, I was totally interrupting you. No, you're fine. Never suppress a generous thought. Never, never. I, we've said that before. I, it's just, that's, um, that, who knew? Who knew? Oh, yeah. I love that. All right. My last actionable tip 
is to pick the traditions together, kind of what Becky was saying earlier, counsel together. So pick your traditions as a family and then be consistent. So just like Maria sent us that awesome example of egg day, normal everyday activities can totally become meaningful traditions and might even become the most meaningful traditions Mm -hmm. as we are consistent with them. That doesn't mean that you have to be perfect with them, but establishing that pattern, just like you were saying, establishing the pattern of consistency, it gets everybody on board and it helps everyone to invest in that special family time. Oh, so, I'm so inspired. I just love I really doing little things like that with yeah. the kiddos. And I can't wait to hear your ideas. So please, listeners, reach out. Podcast at BeckyHiggins.com or at Cultivate a Good Life on Instagram. I want to hear your traditions. You've heard mine, and I need to be inspired by yours. And I need to get some of my stale traditions out and to get some more meaningful ones in. So and not just holiday up. right? No, not every just day. Related. I, every and, day. You know, we we. Uh, I'll just say it one more time. Please think about the stuff you're already doing. Just go through the motions of the way that you do life mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, this week, and next week, and just take notice of the little things that you do with the people that you love the most that you now can identify as traditions. And then tell us because what might be obvious to you may not be obvious to me. For sure. And I want to know about it. Yeah. So I love this. I love this topic of traditions Mm -hmm. because really isn't the point to grow closer together. Yes. To have those special moments. It is. To spend that time in your home, in your family, in your sphere of influence, in that fresh water. Be fresh water. Let's create those moments of fresh water so that we're bonded together. When people have positive reactions or positive feelings about your interactions and things you do, they want to come back. And we want to keep that family as tight as we can. Way to bring keep that it fresh, boys and girls. Let's keep it fresh. Fresh water. Yes. You brought, you brought the whole thing full circle to Thank the you, story. Thank you, Smith. Dang, girl. Well done. You guys were very thankful for the time. Did you see? Did you see that? Very thankful instead of super grateful. I Good mixed job. It up. <laughs> Look at you changing up your verbiage. I didn't plan on that. I'm just trying to work on it. <laughs> but you know what? Dang it. I feel super grateful. I I'm do. super grateful too, and I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> I'm super grateful for the time that Becky and I had to um, think about this individually together to share it with you. I'm really so excited about the um, the time that any of us want to spend thinking about what really matters most, and that's family and that's people, people that we love. Yep. It is people that we love. And so traditions are such a meaty, beautiful, special part of that. Yep. We're also really grateful to My Heritage. Oh, what a great, they're a great sponsor of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's really been quite a special experience for both of us to set up accounts and get mm-hmm. started, start loading in what we do know and find all of these connections to what we didn't know. Right. And this, it's just incredible. Your well, circle of love just explodes. Totally. Because you realize you have all this family and connection all over the world. Totally. It's so amazing. And and the more that you can connect with people that you are actually connected to, and the more you can learn about some more of your family traditions that mm-hmm. maybe you didn't realize before. So yeah. just be sure that you check that out by going to myheritage.com. It's free. Set up an account. Get started. You're going to love it. Yeah. All right. We will be in touch. We will be in touch. touch. I'll call you back later. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm going to go make some. I'm going to go make some scrambled eggs. Thanks, Maria. You know what? I'm going to go make my kids some eggs. Me too. Thanks, Maria. All All right, right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
your makeup is falling off your eyeballs. Is it really? <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I have to see. I, the only reason I'm telling you is because I feel like how you you've never look, seen me look no, like no, a hot mess before. You don't look like a hot mess. You just, I just know that your looks are important to you because I <laughs> think that you think. I look so good, dude. But your lips are fresh. So that's all that matters. Dude. I don't even care. Aha. <sighs> that was weird. We almost lost the whole podcast. Seriously, what is happening tonight? That's like thing eight. Well, there are two thoughts about that, but we need to get recording. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do this. Wow. You're a little cracky there, <laughs> I know, pal. It's like, woo. <coughs> wow. Take two.